Uh, hey, everybody, we're talking about, uh, let's see, I don't know, episode, hmm, I don't know exactly, it was season five, episode, I'm not sure the episode number, actually, uh, but the episode is The Game, and I don't know, I, I watched this quite a while ago, so, so like, I mean, not super long ago, but, you know, maybe two or three months ago, and so I kind of barely remember it. And I don't know if it was on Max's list of uh, Trek shows or it was just that it was. It, it's interesting with, with the Google Glass they had maybe a few years ago. Uh, so it's an interesting episode. But it's from season five, early on in season five. I think it came out in 1991, maybe October. I think I saw that somewhere. But the opening sequence is very funny, uh, very good. It's Riker is on leave and he's in a bathrobe. And he's with his L-O-V-E-R, and she is a very flirty uh, situation. She steals his communicator. They're on Risa, R-I-S-A. Her name's Atana. And then, she, like, there's this great moment I'm watching right now, 54 seconds into the episode. She steals it, so they're kind of chasing each other around this apartment uh, or hotel or Airbnb. And very, like, uh, they're both, like, uh, like they like each other a lot, and uh, they're having fun. And she's playing with his communicator, she's like, Commander Riker, come in, or whatever. And then she just throws it right out the window of the uh, the apartment. Oh, she says, I have a terrible problem down here on Risa. And he can't believe it. She goes, go get it. He, and he's like, I can't believe it. And she goes, believe it. And then they kind of take the flirting to another level. Uh, uh, don't believe it. I don't believe you just did that. Uh, Riker's in a bright blue robe. Very nice. And total fun, flirty passion. Very passionate, you can see. And then she puts his headset on Riker's head. And he's like, what is this? Uh, like, first you think they're going to, do, you know... Uh, you know, they feel, it seems like they feel like making do-do-do-doom, you know. But she puts it on, the headset on his head. And, but it has these things, like, uh, these uh, pieces, like, just like Google Glass, like, pointing at your eyes. And she says, what's this? And she goes, it's a game. Everyone's playing it. And Riker goes, what do I do, open my eyes or close? And she goes, open and then Riker kind of sees a playing field with like a kind of like Tron, like just circles. Like it's not too important. It's like a low, like not that great of graphics, but a very basic game. There's just like a a blue funnel and a red disc. And he sees that. She says, he says, what do I do now? And she goes, uh, put the disc in the cone. And he said, wait, I says, well, you no, know, with the game, my dear. And she laughs and she says, uh, just do, do that and, and just relax and, and you'll get it. And at first he doesn't get it. Then he gets the second one and he has this like, uh, uh, O face, like where he almost moans, uh, with pleasure. And he goes, what was that? And she goes, that was your reward. Uh, and he goes, how far does this game go? And she goes, as far as you could take it. So very, it's on the notes dialogue, subtextual dialogue, but it's more funny because it's against the, it, they, I really think this is really like a high level storytelling, to be honest with you, because, uh, it's not subtextual because they could just be, you know, 
they're already in bed. You know, they've already been with each other. So I think it's just fun. And uh, she goes, as far as you can take it, are you ready for level two? And then the episode begins. And, you know, they say, Captain's Log, Riker's back from uh, break uh, on Risa, and we're headed to the Phoenix Cluster. It's a historic first look at the region. And I think it starts on the bridge. Riker, yeah, Riker, let's see. Two, Riker's been gone two weeks, I think. I put two weeks. Uh, Will is in charge of the science team. So I think uh, they say, like, uh, Picard says, dude, you're in charge of the science team. We've got a ton of science teams from the Zukov. Because uh, we only have two weeks to explore this Phoenix cluster. Oh, that's what they say, two weeks. That's not enough time. thought we had five weeks. They go, well, we got diplomatic stuff on Oceanus 4. So Picard says, well, you know, deal with the scientists. And he says, well, that's going to be a juggling act. And he goes, well, here's a piece of good news. Wesley, Cr- we're gonna go- Wesley Crusher's coming for vacation. And Riker says, that's great. We'll put him right to work then because we need his help. Uh and let's see, Crusher's coming for a visit. Then we see, of all people, uh, the famous actress, uh, Ashley Judd. And this was really a delightful surprise for me the first time I watched it. I said, that's a, like, it's a, like I said, that's Ashley Judd. And she was kind of popping open a console in engineering. And it looked like she was taking out some gadgets. And then Riker kind of rolls in there with the Riker struts, uh, not too, like, actually, he's looking more business, like, business. He's really moving. He's not strutting. I'm wrong because I'm rewatching it now. He checks in with Jordy. They talk about the electrolo- exobiologists, or uh, it seemed like they're a pain in the butt or something. They got some cartographers. Fifteen science teams, two weeks, only one long-range array. So they do some uh, chatting, and then he's, uh, Jordy says, I want you to meet Robin Leffler. Uh, mission specialist Robin Leffler, by the way, and Jordy goes. We just promoted uh, promoted mission specialist Leffler uh, because she's so good. And Riker says, "Congratulations!" And so Riker puts her right to the test. He goes, "What's our sensor status?" She goes, "Well, we're working on the bandwidth, so uh, we can use the scientists can use more sensors. We're going to multiplex it." And Riker says, can you get it done fast? And she goes, you, you can count on it, sir. And he goes, keep it up, Leffler. I like that name, Leffler. Very, uh, just Leffler. It, it, it's uh, like a sleep podcast. And then, uh, yeah, so she gets to show off her knowledge. Then he leans into Jordy. Leffler walks away. And he goes, I brought something back from Risa. You have to try, man. And Jordy goes, dude, I got about, I got to do it to sensor calibration in 10 minutes. Uh, so, you know, and he's going to catch you later. And he says, no problem. Then we have another epic scene, uh, very, another epic fun scene, about seven minutes. Uh, you got, we're at 10 forward. Deanna Troy's eating a chocolate sundae. So just like a call back or a call forward, uh, from last week when, uh, I guess it was a call forward because that was season three. When we know when uh, Troy's stressed, she likes to drink chocolate or eat chocolate fu- or uh, Sundays. I don't know if it was chocolate Sundays, but Riker rolls up behind her as she's just about to eat her Sunday, and he says, "She's chocolate ice cream fudge, chocolate chips. Are you depressed?" She goes, "I'm fine," but maybe she isn't, you know, because he was just on like a lover's holiday. 
And Riker goes, should I leave you two alone? And she goes, no, you can join us. And then she offers him almost the first bite. And she's smiling the whole time. And then it gets very seductive. Uh, Riker, me and Riker, I never know we had so much in common. He doesn't like fudge, and neither do I. I don't loathe it, but I, I'm not out going out of my way to have fudge on anything. I mean, maybe on, the, on someone on the planet, Risa, I, I would do that maybe, but uh, it doesn't work out so hot this episode anyway. But Troy says, I never met a chocolate I didn't like. And then it really gets uh, seductive. I don't know how else to say this. Uh, Riker goes, she, she's uh, like slowly working her uh, Sunday. She's doing like some shaping of it. And it's slow and smooth. And she really goes, I, I called it the Choco Sunday experience because uh, she goes into depth on it. And uh, she shows her whole method. And this really gets Riker's attention because it is essential. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. And uh, uh, like, uh, I guess it's another part of this whole episode. Uh, but she goes, it's, she goes, it's just not a matter of taste. Uh, it's the whole experience. First of all, you spoon the fudge around the rim, leaving, leaving only the uh, ice cream in the middle. Then you spoon around the sides like you're sculpting it. Relish every bite. Make every one into I think Sting, when he was into this tantric stuff, you know, I think this was in his book. Relish every bite. Make every one an event. And then, with the last spoonful... Close your eyes. And Riker and Butcher, and he goes, I had no idea it was such a ritual. She goes, chocolate is a serious thing, bruh. And then Riker says, you think that's serious? I brought something back from Risa. Better than chocolate. And then he says, she says, oh, what is it? And he goes, just a game. And whatever he says, it makes her smile. Like, I don't know if it was like they used to play games together or what, uh, but, 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 but they have a little exchange. Yeah, big Troy smile, better than chocolates. Uh, and then there's an ad, and then we see two spaceships after the ad break, uh, the Enterprise and another one. There's no commentary. And then we see Wesley uh, energize in. He's all grins. O'Brien's there. Wesley's wearing black pants with a shirt with a blower, lower black uh, three qu- three quarters and then a red upper, and he's like, "No, O'Brien, no one's here to greet me." He's a little disappointed. He goes, "Where's my mom?" Oh, he goes, "By the way, congrats on your baby." So O'Brien uh, has had a baby that looks just like him, uh, but he goes, uh, "Don't know. Everybody's in a meeting. You got to just go to your mom's room." And he goes, could I just stop by the meeting and say hi? He goes, uh, let me check. And then they call. I mean, I started to get the idea something was happening. And O'Brien says, uh, Worf answers, yeah, what do you want? And O'Brien's like, Wesley Crusher's here. He wants to stop and say hi. And Worf says, Expo- I exp- I ex- uh, suppose that's acceptable. So then they have a surprise for him. You know, spoiler alert. Uh, but they're going to be spo- they're spoiling Wesley. And as you know how much I love Worf and Data, uh, it's a really good scene, 10 minutes in. So they surprise him. You know, his mom, obviously, is the first one to say hi and hug him. Uh, then Troy and uh, Jordy. Then Picard wants to test him on his Latin, which is good. 
And then, uh, you know, they say, oh, like, uh, Jordy has kind of almost ruins it because his mom said, says, you look great. And Troy's like, you're handsome. Uh, or no, his mom says, your uniform looks great. And Jordy says, I bet you're driving the girls wild. Uh, but War saves the day. He calls across the room with pride. He goes, Wesley, Tavorkian pound cake. I made it myself. And Wesley's like, thanks, Worf. And then Worf looks back at Riker's cracking up. I don't know if it was not real or whatever. And then Data says, Wesley, was your attempt to, to was the attempt to make you uncomfortable effective? And Wesley's like, yeah, kind of. I, I did. And he goes, so you were pleased by our deception? And he goes, yeah. And then Riker goes, what are you, are you here to work or play? And Wesley goes, what do you need? And he goes, well, we got a lot of stuff going on, uh, I know you want to go down to the holodeck and try out Crusher 4 or whatever you call your secret, you know, holodeck stuff. But, you know, we could use some help. And Wesley's like, that's great. Uh, and then Jordy goes, okay, get down to engineering as soon as you unpack your stuff. Uh, and then uh, Jordy heads out with Data. And then uh, they think they're asking, they think Crusher and Troy are talking about the game. And Troy's like, come on by. Then Data and uh, Wesley are in the hall talking kind of about school and social awkwardness. Let me just check this other set of notes here. Uh, blank pants. Oh, Wesley has a typical plastic circle luggage. Made it myself to Vorkian pound cake. Uh, oh, Data also cluck clucked like laughter when he was talking about the surprise. Yeah, then they're in the hall with Data. I said, geez, he didn't even give him time to eat his cake. Uh, but uh, Data says, how's the academy? Uh, and Wesley goes, it, I thought it would be easy, but it's, you know, a lot more than just ship stuff. Uh, and Data goes, yeah, I did good at school, but, you know, it was socially tough. Uh, you know, practical jokes. And Wesley goes, yeah, this Adam Martoni, Sonic Showered Mead with mud but i got him back and then data goes by the way yeah social stuff like the sadie hawkins dance uh it was awkward and wesley's like yeah i can't even dance uh and data goes well why didn't you learn to you know your mother's an expert and wesley goes the dancing doctor even she couldn't treat me and then data does a sales pitch he goes i'd happy to teach you dancing i've programmed a comprehensive 17-part course with uh, holographic partners. And he goes, actually, I cross-referenced some of the people in Crusher 4. Uh, so, you know, it would suit you. Uh, but I said, that's like a pitch on the Internet. You know, oh, come to my site. I got a 17-part holographic course. You know, come to my webinar type thing. Uh, let's see. Social data. Oh, data did an odd good for you. It was a little bit odd. Uh, then uh, he goes straight to work on the signal flow. Uh, then Ashley Judd, Robin Lefter shows up because uh, Wesley's all frustrated. And she kind of schools Wesley. She's like, don't you know how to calibrate stuff manually? Uh, you know, they, you can't just uh, force the deflectors or whatever. You got to do it by hand. And Wesley goes, that's what the computer's for. And she goes, no, uh, law 17, when all else fails, do it yourself. Uh, and Wesley goes, wow, that worked. And then he says, uh, yeah, I'm Wesley, by the way. And she goes, oh, yeah, I know. She's got this smile. I mean, she's like, dude, you're the dancing doctor's son. We all know who you are. Worf breaks you cake. Uh, 
which you see, he goes, oh, hi, nice to meet you. And then uh, they kind of share this long handshake. She goes, I'm Robin Leffler. Uh, Wesley's biting his lower lip, so it's very on point. Uh, and uh, she's like, totally, like, you're totally famous, dude. And they, he, it's such a long moment. She goes, by the way, your, your neutrinos are drifting. Uh, and he looks back, looks back at her. Uh, then we're on the bridge. Jordy's stressed because all the uh, scientists are, you know, d- disagreeing. And he goes, we got to flip a coin, I guess, Data, to get him to work it out. Uh, and Data goes, okay, I'll replicate a coin. And then Data gets called to sick bay uh, by Crusher. Uh, also, Data or Jordy had, like, when they were on the bridge, he had, like, a flip phone that was like a tablet flip phone. Which I thought was interesting. Also, when Doctor Crusher called Data, she was used, she goes, "Data, could you please?" She had a robotic voice, which is always a sign. And then she goes, uh, she, "She she said she was working on something, but then she just shuts Data off. She tricked him." And then her, Troy, and Riker come in, and it's very uh, Twilight Zone. They put Data on a bed and they laser his brain. And it goes to an ad because she said, she's that's not good. The laser and data's brain. And then there's ad break. And then we have, uh, the, we're back at, uh, uh, Riker or, uh, Picard's room or something. Full on tea set. Silver, he, Riker or so Picard's broken out the silver and the proper china. I mean, I don't know what sterling silver is, but I think that's what, like, I don't know if he polishes his own silver, Picard. Yeah, uh, but it was like a real proper silver in, in uh, China, and Picard's talking about his Hagrid. This was good. Like I don't know, uh, yeah, he's talking about his Hagrid. Like I felt like I was in a Harry Potter crossover because Wesley goes, "Well, I met old Boothby, but he didn't remember you." Or he goes, "Oh, I met old Boothby," and goes Picard goes, "Oh, how is old Boothby? He must have been talking about me nonstop." And Wesley goes, "He didn't remember you until I showed you a picture." He's proud of you now. And he goes, is he still keeping up the grounds? You know, was it like, uh, just like Hagrid does. Uh, and Wesley goes, oh, yeah, he's still, he took me on a whole tour, showed me every blade of, blade of grass. Uh, and Picard goes, I had the same tour. And then Wesley goes, what does AF stand for? And Picard goes, AF. And he goes, yeah, Boothby said you were carving those initials into an elm tree. And Picard goes, huh, acquaintance of mine, eh? He goes, Wesley, don't do it. Even if you, you know, fall for somebody, uh, you know, I failed organic chemistry because of AF. Uh, let's see. Cons- but then they get a call to the sick bay because uh, conspiracy de- deepens. Because at first, Jordy, Riker, and Crusher, they stage at first. They thought they were staging a show for the captain. They go, "We don't know what's wrong with Data," but then I realized they think they're tricking Geordi as well. Uh, there's also an uh, extreme close-up of a flip pad in case you want to see one. I don't have the exact time. Uh, then Riker kind of draws Geordi in. After they check, they say, well, "We don't know what's it with Data. We better work on him." Uh, but because Riker goes to Jordy, geez, like, I think you need to unwind. And Jordy goes, yeah, I'm so stressed. He goes, come on, let's go up to 10 forward. I want you to try something. Uh, then we have Wesley and Robin. They're talking arrays and things, uh, arrays and such, I put. Uh, 
And Wesley totally asks her out. Uh, it was great. So they're talking about, you know, they're working on rays. She talks about her philosophies of life. Because he goes, you got a funny way of looking at conduit configuration. Because law 36, that's what you, like, I never understood. I didn't quite understand this. I don't know if it's linked to another episode, her laws. But she goes, you go with what works. Uh, Wesley goes, what are these? And she goes, my personal laws. Uh, I make up the laws when I learn things. And he goes, how many do you have? She goes, 102. And they work well together. And Wesley goes, why do I get the feeling you already know me? She goes, well, my friends at the academy talked about you, how you tricked Adam Martoni. You're so cool. Uh, you got him with chili sauce. Uh, and Wesley goes, well, that's not the whole story. She goes, is, is it true what they say about your birthmark? You know, and I guess I don't know what part of his body it's on. And Wesley goes, well, that's not fair. I don't know anything about you. And she goes, yeah, law 46. Wesley goes, oh, life's not fair. And he goes, well, I got to go work on the sensor array, but I'd like to even the score. How about coffee? And she goes, no. How about dinner? Uh, then uh, we have a captain's log. I don't think there was an ad break, though. And they've arrived at the Phoenix Cluster. But it's going to be a couple of hours till they figure out where to do the survey from. And data's still not, uh, you know, doing good. Some great special effects here. Uh, then we have a close-up of uh, Dr. Crusher playing the game, and she's in total ecstasy. So, And then Wesley walks in on her, like right when, I mean, and she's like, Wesley, whoa, boy. Uh, uh, and she goes, and she's like, you got to try this game. Uh, she goes, I, I was playing it, but it's for you. Uh, it's so fun. And Wesley goes, what is it? And she goes, a game from Risa. Everybody's playing it. And Wesley says, well, later, I got a crush on somebody, worried about data. Maybe I should go help out. And she goes, no, no, you're on vacation. Take a little break. Uh, and Wesley goes, the lights are down low, Mom, and you're, 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 uh, you're, you're whatever, you have a sheen to you. And she goes, come on, Wes, are you in a hurry? He goes, yeah, I got a date. And she goes, who? And he goes, Robin Leffler. She goes, why don't you come over? We could all play this game together. And Wesley goes, Mom. And she goes, sorry, I just want to spend some time with my son. And now I feel that ache that the parental ache has. Uh, they do, I mean, she's not going through it now because she's under the spell of the game. But Wesley goes, don't worry, Mom, we'll hang out. We'll spend some time together. But she's really aggressive with the guilt to try to get him into this game. She goes, just try one on, just for size, you know. And tries everything, and then Wesley still resists. So then she does this soft sell, and she just leaves the game for him. She leaves it out. But then we see a close-up of Wesley's face, and he suspects something, maybe. Uh, then it's daytime, and they're both dressed very nice. Like, Wesley had—they both had colors that were tough to describe. Uh, and then we also see kind of the sad, emotional side of Robin Leffler. But, yeah, I can't describe what colors they're wearing. Like, uh— Robin's almost wearing, um, like a melon with, uh, like some reds in it. And then Wesley has something that's a light blue or turquoise, but not quite either one of those. Kind of like flavorful colors. Like you would, I would taste either one of their, uh, Wesley has like a cotton sweater on. So I don't know if I'd taste it. You never mind. I shouldn't be talking about this. But yeah, Robin talks about, uh, 
you know, her childhood a little bit and why she has these rules is because uh, parents' work came first. Uh, that's why I learned you can only count on yourself. And Wesley goes, well, that seems lonely. And uh, then they talk about the game and it being a fad and seeing everybody that's playing it and neither one of them has tried it, some recent gadget that goes over your ears. And they look at a woman totally zoned out playing it. Uh, and Wesley goes, geez, I'd like to reverse engineer it before I try it. Uh, and Robin's like, that's a great idea. Like, let's do that. And Wesley goes, yeah, we could, like, look at it in the med lab or something uh, and test it out on a, you know, emulated human. And Robin goes, oh, yeah, we could try, we could use an optical sensor. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so then they go down to the med bay. They run all sorts of tests uh, in the frontal lobe, uh, reticular formation. It's, it, it causes heavy synaptic activity, and they even speed up the processor to see how it would do over a prolonged like, uh, time. It simulates the septal area, which Wes looks like that's the pleasure center of the brain. That's what Wes the Crusher 4 does. Uh, and he goes, this must feel pretty good. And Robin's like, no wonder it's popular. But then Wesley's like, look at the serotonin levels. Uh, let's do a chemical analysis. Uh, it's bonding to the neuroreceptors. This is like psychotropic. Robin's like, you think it's addictive? And Wesley's like, There's, it's affecting higher reasoning. You better tell the captain. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's psychotropic. Uh, so uh, Wesley goes to the cabin. He says, come. And uh, Wesley goes, sorry to bother. He goes, that's no bother, Wes. He goes, how's everything going? Wesley's like, well, that's not why I'm here. He sits down. His hands are clasped. And Picard's kind of playing dumb. He goes, have you seen this game? Picard's like, yeah. He goes, it's addictive. It might have some uh, side effects. Uh, Picard goes, really? What have you discovered? And he goes, the serotonin, frontal lobes, you know, brain reasoning, the whole nine yards. And Picard says, well, I'll look into it immediately, Mr. Crusher. Glad to have you back again. And then Wesley walks out, and Picard turns around and puts on, uh, like, a headset. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. And it's like an extreme close-up. Uh, so, you know, that's like a very—and I got to tell you right now, I got to take a second— uh, it really is is like straightforward as this game is like to have this virtual reality like this uh, the next couple of parts of the story uh they really had me the first and the second time because it was so spread spread apart when i saw it and my mind is so unretentive that like at the all or all or nothing like everything is lost moments like oh no what are they going to do for cards into this game i i even the second time, I said, how are they going to possibly resolve this? And so I think, like, the plotting this, I really thought was impressive. Like, really, or the, uh, like, that's one of my favorite things about Game of Thrones is the ability to, uh, what is that called? When you look one way, misdirection was great. And misdirection was really quality on this episode. Of course, I'm going to get some spoiling it by telling you, but you probably, you know, it's for your own good. It'll just get kicked back. Uh, so now we're at like 28 minutes in the episode. We see Ep Enterprise. There's some cool star clusters. And then we have the game overlay, like the overlay of the game, like through our eyes. We're seeing it through first person. 
And then we realized it's so Chief O'Brien because he goes up to Robin, who is still on the date. So this is still, she says, hey, have you tried this? Robin's like, oh, yeah, it's so great. Uh, uh, but she's a little nervous. Uh, and then Wesley shows up. Uh, and Robin's like, man, no one will leave me alone about this game. And Wesley goes, I talked to the captain. He's looking into it. And she goes, well, I hope he makes an announcement because this is really strange. Everybody just keeps playing the game. And then the woman's like, where's your game? And Robin goes, in our quarters. And then she goes, well, use mine. And she goes, no, it's okay. And then she goes, try it. And the Wesley goes, she said, no, thank you. So then they leave. Uh, and then Wesley goes, you know what's strange is that uh, if this game's addictive, the only person that couldn't get addicted to it is a malfunctioning. And Robin's like, Data. And he goes, yeah, how could that possibly happen? We better go check data. And also I noticed that they were hand, they were holding hands at this moment, uh, uh, they, that they're going on their investigation. I think it was like a short long sleeve was covering so their hands weren't actually touching. So they go to check on data. They map his neuros and his servos, and they see the cuts to data. They're like, he's been lasered. His brain's been lasered. And Wesley goes, there's only two people on board that could do this, Commander LaForge and my mother. And then they do a lot of exposition, which was funny. But just in case uh, the episode was hard to follow, uh, they lay it all out. They go, well, maybe something is going on here more than we thought. So what if someone's using the game for a purpose other than pleasure? And then Robin says, then Data would have gotten in the way, and the only way to keep Data, if they're with Data out of the way, can get us all addicted. And Wesley says, everyone but us. Uh, then we go to the bridge, and uh, Worf's like, we're at the coordinates, there's a ship on its way, uh, Captain. And Picard is totally understood. He goes, advise them of our status, Mr. Worf, and go and replicate what you need and make sure the devices are distributed. And he goes, and don't forget Mr. Crusher, like all the grown-ups are there. And that was kind of uh, um, Twilight Zone too. There's a close-up of Picard uh, smiling and then Dr. Crusher and uh, Fado Tater. What does this mean? I don't know. Dr. Crusher and something look fake to Fader, fake to Fado Fader. Uh, but whatever, we go to uh, Crusher's quarters, and she's, like, looking for Wesley. And uh, I think she was with him. Maybe she wasn't by herself. Maybe she had people with her. And she goes, Wesley, Wesley, where are you? Oh, maybe that was fake or fake. It's a fake out. I think I was trying to write something with about the fake outs. Yeah, because he goes, him and Robin are pretending to play the game together. Oh, yeah, Worf is with Dr. Crusher. So they're like looking like, uh, you know, they're playing the game in parallel and uh, having a moment. So Dr. Crush is very happy that her son is under the spell of the game. And then Wesley and Robin are like, okay, well, that bought us some time. Uh, we can't trust anybody. And they go, we got to get back to work. So they think we're at work. And Wesley's like, okay, well, I have a plan. You know, start getting the access codes. Uh, I want to try something. And Robin says, don't forget Law 91, watch your back. And Wesley says, you too. Uh, then we see a strange ship, and they say we're on the uh, bridge, and Worf says, vessel's coming. All the senior officers, are, Picard calls them to the bridge. 
And then who do we see on the screen but Riker's date from the planet, Atana. And it's like, uh, WTF, like, you got to be kidding me. And they say, don't worry, we're waiting for your instructions, boss. And she goes, okay, the expansion's going to proceed. Uh, Riker, you go to Kulian and meet in Endeavor. LaForge and Troy, you're going to Starbase 67. And the Picard says, we even have a chance to bring it to the Starfleet Academy. And she goes, excellent, get to work. Uh, the Qatarians will commend your efforts and you'll be rewarded. Uh, yeah, then, uh, then we have Wesley, then there's ad break, uh, oh no, then, there's ad break, then she lays out the expansion plans, uh, uh, then Wesley's in the hall without fake a headset on, which everyone's wearing a headset, then he goes on the turbo lift, uh, and he's with a woman, like, who's playing the game and having her moments, so it's like an awkward city, and she goes, what level are you on? And Wesley goes, only level 10, she goes, I'm at 47, and Wesley goes, that's great. And she goes, you know what the secret is? Don't force it. If you let it happen, it just plays itself. And Wesley's like, I'll try that. Uh, uh, then he sees Robin. He says, uh, in engineering, he goes, hey, can you help me override something? But she's in a trance. So this was, again, like uh, the, the with Picard and then Robin, where the misdirection really had me. I said, okay, they, they I don't think she's faking it. I think she's really... Uh, been taken under the spell of the game. Uh, so she goes, Robin says, Wesley, it's your turn to play the game. And then Riker and Worf come out, and Wesley runs. He has to jump over, he has to fake them out, jump over a console. Uh, then there's a little action, because they try to contain Wesley, and Wesley uses Crusher 1, the transport program he programmed, to get away. And all the grown-ups are after him. And then Wesley's almost stuck, but then he comes up with this phaser fake out, which I was like, they let kids have phasers on uh, the start of the Enterprise. Uh, there's these two uh, worthless, uh, like, uh, inspe- dudes inspecting stuff on deck six where Wesley's hiding. Rando security guards, I put, uh, and Jordy is on it. So what does that mean? Oh, the, the Rando security guards are on it. uh and Riker and Worf are frustrated because Riker's like, where the how the hell did we lose him? And Worf goes, what about the thermals? And they kind of track Wesley down. And then Wesley goes into like the, the what do you call it, the service corridor, you know, wherever you crawl through the uh, service corridors or whatever they're called, the conduits, I think. Uh, but then Riker and Worf catch him. And then I said, all is lost. Both times I said, how are they get-? again? I said, all is lost. There's no way out. And then they're on the bridge and Crush is like, don't worry, Wesley. We're just going to, um, and then Picard says, you give us quite a trace, a chase, Mr. Crusher. And then he goes, Dr. Crusher, uh, wait, let me just check, uh, my notes though before that. Almost stuck. Phaser fake out. Rando security guards. Uh, also, Wesley dropped onto the screen like MacGyver one time when he was in the conduits. Uh, there was action music, uh, good action music. Uh, yeah, then he gets busted, and, and then they say, submit to the game, and they sit him down, and they put the uh, Google Glass thing on him. 
And they go, don't worry, Wes, so you're going to love it. This game is great. Uh, just let, go, let it go, Dr. Crusher says. Uh, just relax and play the game. And then I guess this was Deus, like, like Machina, Machina or something. But really it wasn't because actually right when they, uh, yeah, so they're making Wesley submit. And then the power goes out, and then Data rolls in with a strobe light, which is really unexpected to me. And he's strobe lighting everyone's eyes, and then Picard looks hungover. And then Data starts giving out orders after he strobe lights everybody, and they start to come to. Uh, Data says, you know, put the lights on. He goes, Worf, there's a ship off the starboard bow, secure with the tractor beam, raise our shields. And then he goes, Captain, are you all right? And Ricard says, I think so. And then Worf says, the vessel's calling. And it's a ton. And she goes, what in the heck's going on over there? And Picard goes, it's simple. You, your attempt to capture our ship has failed. And she goes, release this immediately. Or, you know, it's a battle. And then Riker, I mean, Riker had to be a little bit uh, embarrassed, you know. I don't know if he told everybody uh I just spent a weekend with just, uh, uh, you know, I was played. Isn't this how uh, the whole thing with uh, the whole Battlestar Galactica unfolds in the uh, pilot episode? I think it's the same way. Uh, but uh, Riker's been, but whatever, Riker's doesn't, you know, he's still busy. He goes, get, uh, he goes, uh, tactical analysis and works like, this is not a, this is not something we need to worry about. And, uh, Riker goes, get her off the screen. And Jordy, and then Jordy's like, I can't believe what we're doing. And we deactivated you, Data. And Wesley goes, well, I reconnected his positronicus matrix. And then I said, okay, well, at some point off screen this happened, but it was at a sensible point. So it still felt like, uh, it wasn't Deus Ex Machina, really. It was just an unseen part of the plan uh, that Wesley and Rob, which makes Wesley and Robin's plan even better because Robin, I think, actually had to get hypnotized. Uh, but let's see. So then they say, Data said, yeah, Wesley's diversions gave me time to modify the beacon, and I figured out the optical burst patterns, counteracted the game, and we programmed it into all the monitors, so all the work, everybody should be fine. And the record goes, okay, send out a medical team to make sure everybody's okay. And then we'll take this ship in. You know, Precard says, let's put these people under arrest. And then we got to get Wesley back to the, uh, oh, no, then the captain's log comes on. We just check, submit to the game. Eyes open. Yeah, tactical analysis, no threat. Get her off the screen. Jordy feels guilty. Plans revealed. Yeah, then there's captains like, we delivered the Qatarian vessel to Starbase 82. Now we're going to the Merrimack where Wesley will go back to the Academy. And then Robin and Wesley are like flirting in his bedroom. She says, geez, I never saw your birthmark. Uh, Wesley goes, how did someone talk about my birthmark? And then they do a, first he hugs her from behind, like a very cute uh, hug. Then they had to do like a double or triple kiss uh, and then another hug. Like kind of teen, teen, like a, a parent's dream of teen romance, I'm sure. And she goes, she's, I wish you didn't have to go. Wesley goes, me too. And she goes, you're right. And Wesley goes, well, we'll see. I got to kill these rumors you're going to be hearing about my 
wild style. And then Riker goes, hey, we're here. You got to get down here. He goes, okay, I got to go. And then Robin gives him a Robin Leffler day, like uh, saying of the day calendar, which I don't know when she whipped it up, but she had it all 102 laws, like in a like uh, kind of a like a binder, but it looked like a rule of the day calendar. And Wesley goes, "What about law 103?" She goes, "What's that?" And he goes, "A couple of light years can't keep good friends apart." And then there's like a close up of him, uh, of her watching him go off, like walk away. So I said, is that going to be, she is in another episode, but just like for a few seconds, I think, uh, but yeah, that's it. It comes to a close and, uh, all's well on the enterprise as you know, that's how we like it or that's how I like it normally. All right. Good night.